Welcome in the pastor of pain, Corey Miller, once again to Sports Talk P.O.P. Great to have you with us. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful, and uh, what a great uh, Thursday to be with you guys. I'm driving back from uh, Greenville, uh, taping uh, our final season show. Of course, we'll do a bowl show on Fox Carolina News here up in the upstate. But, boy, it feels good to be able to walk into the studio, bloviating with my chest out, with a big smile on my face, and saying something that Mom and Dad used to say to me all the time, Phil. And that was, that? I told you so. I told you so. <laughs> and it was like, you know, <laughs> nobody's ever liked that. But it's like, man, I hate it when they said that to me. I told you so because you knew they were right. So I've, I, I'm feeling really, really good on this day. Boy, I tell you what, if you're poking that chest out, then that thing's already Ooh. sticking out a good. You know, I, I saw you guys on Friday. I was in the upstate, and I had you guys on television uh, back in the hotel. And, um I couldn't believe how much taller Patrick Sapp is than you are, or, or maybe you've shrunk a little bit. Well, you know, I think he has high heels on under the desk. You know, so I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a solid six, six two and three quarters, buddy. <laughs> well, you Only did a great Corey job. Miller could say that about Patrick Sapp and get away with it. That's right. You did a great job. So, so Thank how you. would you it. sum up? The Gamecock win over Clemson, looking at it objectively, if you can, mm-hmm. what made the difference I in can. the game for South Carolina? Well, I think it was just the ability to overcome mistakes early in the first quarter, getting down 14 to nothing and not losing their focus. You know, on the road in a hostile environment, it, it would have been easy just kind of to fall on the sword, if you will. They didn't do that, they kept fighting. They kept believing. I thought you got to have a very positive mindset, knowing who you are and, and what you can accomplish. And they did that. And so they came back, made some great plays uh, offensively. The defense hung in there. They were giving up a ton of yards on the ground. But they, they did what they had to do in, in special teams. I mean, you know, Beamer Ball was in full effect. So, you know, I was very proud uh, of this football team. You know, Coach Beamer been telling us that this is a good football team, and they really are. And, uh, you know, they made big plays. And, of course, the second half was – Defensively, they've been doing this all season long where they struggled in the first half but made adjustments and uh, only given up 86 yards of offense in the second half. So what a masterful game plan, masterful uh, commitment to to, the, to what you have for the game plan is concerned. And, and you know, the great win. I mean, Clemson is a good football team, and it's hard to go on the road, 40 in a row. But one thing I said, if you watch the show, in my fifth talk, I talk about the year of streaks ending. And South Carolina has done that all season long with Texas A&M, you know, stopping that streak against Kentucky, getting a big win over Tennessee. And then Clemson had won 40 straight games at home, and they ended that streak. And, of course, played spoiler once again, the team that was hoping to get into the college football playoffs. So what a wonderful game. Well, well coached. And, you know, kudos to those players, man, in that locker room for not listening to the naysayers, naysayers and using that as motivation. Corey, you talked about the uh, mindset of the Gamecocks, and one thing Shane Beamer has talked about even after the Florida loss or uh, you know, following the Tennessee game is this is not the same Carolina. Our fan base needs to jump on board and trust us because we've got a good football team. How much does confidence play into a game like a rivalry game with Clemson when you played at USC? Uh, in terms of confidence, it, had they lost to Tennessee, do you see the same type fire and energy and the same type team that we saw on Saturday, or did the Tennessee win? maybe buoy them to beat Clemson on Saturday? 
Well, I think winning that game against Tennessee obviously gave you a ton of confidence because you knew as a player, as coaches, that, that you're good enough. And they didn't just win the game in a close one against Tennessee. They dominated. You know, they, they, they dominated the entire football game. And so, yes, you come into this game knowing that, hey, if we can do this against a team that people thought until they played South Carolina was one of the, or the best team in the country. A lot of people had said that. So, yes, a boatload of confidence. And then when you got down, you didn't have that, uh, here we go again, had they lost to Tennessee, it would have been easy to just really go the opposite way. So, yes, winning breeds winning. I mean, it's important when you get those types of wins, man, it breeds more winning because you believe in yourself. You believe in the confidence. The coach can say all he wants in front of you on his pep talks, in the meeting rooms, but if you losing, if you're losing and bad things are happening, it's easy to fall back into that trap. But, yes, by winning that game against Tennessee, definitely bode well for the Gamecocks, and I think it gave them more encouragement. Hey, even though we down early, we're going to come back. We're going to win this football game, and that was the message as I listened to, you know, Coach Beamer speaking to the team at halftime and the things that he said, you know, it really translated well onto the football field. Visiting with the pastor of pain, Corey Miller, here on Sports Talk for a few more minutes. So, Odabo Sweeney on Tuesday said it is not acceptable for his program to lose that game. And it's come up tonight. It's been reported. He was on a podcast, and he made the comment that he made everybody in the building, the secretaries, everybody else, rewatch that game. I guess maybe as punishment, maybe in lieu of a raise. You guys didn't do your job well enough. We're not giving you a raise, but you have to watch the game over and over again as if they wouldn't have watched it anyway. My, my point is, is that he took this loss very hard, and he let it be known that it's not something that should happen to Clemson, losing to South Carolina. Does South Carolina view it the same way from where you sit? Well, listen, man, I mean – there's change happening at South Carolina uh, through Shane Beamer. We talk about the culture. We talk about, you know, the climate of this football team and having that confidence again that you're, you're just as good, and in this case you're better than that football team. I mean, any coach can say that. Watch it all you want to. But that doesn't change what happens down, down the road of 385 to 26, what, what they're saying in the locker room. And they're saying that, hey, we should win this game every single year. I mean, so, yeah, that's all fine and dandy, and that's Dabo using his tactics of, you know, it's unacceptable and all this stuff. But, listen, man, I, I played this game a long time. That really doesn't matter. It's all about, you know, it's all about working uh, from, from, from summer, fall to the season and, and going out there and executing a game plan, having the talent to get things done, and, and you see what happens. So, listen, I, I understand for them it might uh, – Patrick said tonight on our TV show that it was a shot. Well, Yes, it's all good, but things are changing. I want to remind him that things are changing, Dabo Swinney, and South Carolina has all the resources, have, have talent. They're going to get more talent because that game is going to help lift up recruiting, and they're not scared. This is, not, this is something that's going to happen over again. And so I can see a streak continuing for South Carolina. you got to come down to the Bryce next year. So this team is only going to get better. So, yeah, I get where he's coming from. He's trying to, you know, to – to get into the minds of his players, I don't uh, have no problem with that. But listen, man, those other guys in the locker room, those 115, 20 guys, they're not listening to that message because they're saying, hey, this can happen over and over again because we're good enough. We're good enough to beat Clemson every single year, and we need to get that in our brain. So 
do what he needs to do. But I know what happened on Saturday. That 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 South Carolina came into your backyard, Will. Where's, where's Will at? It is he still crying? We came into your backyard yeah. and we did what Mike Tyson did, and we stuck to just took your heart out. And you know what? It's time for change. And I said it to the players, and I'm saying it again to all Gamecock fans. We don't shouldn't look, be looked down to this Clemson Tiger program. We are the University of South Carolina. They are our little brothers. We are the standard. And you got to have a mindset of setting the standard. Okay? Period. Somewhere I'm my point about being objective went out the window. Yeah, <laughs> I'm afraid to ask you something. Chris. Now I'm all fired up. Uh, Corey, though, uh, coming off the win, obviously this week has, has been big for the Gamecocks, but also now losing offense coordinator Marcus Satterfield. If you were Shane Beamer, what direction do you go? We heard so much about Marcus Satterfield wanted to run a pro-style offense. First off, what does that mean, and does he have to get somebody in a similar fashion, or does he go a different route with the O.C.? Well, I think you got to go with, with a good fit. Who fits the, the program? Who fits the direction in which this team is trying to go? What do you want your identity to be? And, and to me, with the talent that you have, you want to open things up. You want to play fast. You want to use tempo, get guys in space, let them work one-on-one like Juice Wells did to get that first down to end the ball game. I mean, you got those types of players, so you got to have an offensive a play caller that's innovative. That's, that's got that sharp number two pencil that can draw up plays. And, you know, and pro style is good if you got the talent to do that, right? If you got a, a massive, very physical offensive line that can knock guys off the ball and can use physical downhill running and sets up play action passes, that's what we talk about, using the tight ends, you know, 12 and 13 personnel, play action pass. So that's, that's a pro style. But you, today's college world, you got to score points. You know, Alabama – to me, was a pro-style offense back in the day. LSU, when they, they wanted a man-on-man, mano-a-mano, just wear you down and, and dominate in the fourth quarter. That's pro-style football. But I think with the athletes, that if you want to get big-time receivers, if you want to get playmakers, you got to be more open. So I think you're looking for a guy that comes in with that system and you go out and get quick, speedy guys, quick twitch guys that can get loose in space and, and, and make people miss and get plays for you when you need them. So I think that's the direction in which he's going because that's when South Carolina has had success. When they've opened up the offense, they've done very well. you got a quarterback in Spencer Rattler. Hopefully he stays around. That can spin it. That can make all the throws. And uh, you get him comfortable, and you go play <clears> football. So I'm hoping that's the direction he goes. All right, Corey, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much for jumping on board with us uh, this evening. I'm sure you'll enjoy the entire post-Carolina Clemson week, and uh, hopefully we can catch back up with you when the Gamecocks are in their uh, bold destination. Well, tell well, you know, I'm praying for them. You know, one thing as a preacher, you offer comfort, you offer some peace, because I know he's still crying. I got some tissues for him, and I want to rub his back and let him know, get used to this. <laughs> okay. Get used Thank to you, it. Pat. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Payne. Appreciate it. Great stuff as always. We'll get back with you around the bowl time.